As if dating isn't hard enough, add a pandemic to the mix. I'm Gina DiPietro with Novant Health Healthy Headlines. Dating can be tricky as people practice social distancing, so should single people stop dating? Do you literally have to date six feet apart? What about couples who live together? Dr. Elise Kelly-Jones, medical director of Novant Health Women's Sexual Health and Wellness, answers those questions and more. Thanks for listening. Should single people stop going on dates? Is it safe to date right now? How do people navigate this time? I mean, the party line is you really shouldn't be meeting new people at this point because of the fact that there are asymptomatic carriers. Um, but you're kind of crossing new people's path every day when you go to the grocery store, when you go anywhere, you're crossing people's paths. If you're wearing a mask, then you're probably improving your chances that you're not spreading the virus. Um, uh, you're not probably, you are improving your chances you're not spreading the virus. Um, but that's a difficult way to do the new <laughs> So I almost think Zoom is better to get to know somebody um, initially and then you know, the, we're, we're kind of, we're in the process of opening up restaurants. I mean, if you want to go to South Carolina, you can go to South Carolina and eat at a restaurant outdoors right now. Um, so it depends on, I think a lot of it has to do with your personal level of anxiety about um, getting, you know, getting, transmitting the virus. Sure. I think a lot of people are still sort of saying, hey, let's go on a walk. Do you literally have to date six feet? apart that's the proscribed the virus transmits in that six feet realm so it's like it's like do we bring out a dog leash <laughs> that's six feet and then walk with your six foot dog or um do you just decide that you're willing to take a risk if that, you know, that I think everybody has to decide for their, their own personal situation. Is coronavirus sexually transmitted? Is intimacy out of the question right now? So we, that's a great question. It is in sperm or in semen, not sperm, but semen. And um, now the question is, can it be transmitted that way and nobody knows? We don't know the answer to that question yet. Is there anything else around just this general topic of dating and sex that you think people need to keep in mind right now? Uh, I think it's a time where we all need to have grace for each other uh, and just be willing to kind of meet somebody kind of where they are. Okay, you're not ready to meet in person. Let's do some more Zoom calls. You're taking your intimacy level up a little bit you're taking your vulnerability up a little bit. Like you think about when you give somebody your phone number, how it feels, right? Am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing? And then you take it to let's meet in person. And then you have to decide how comfortable am I with that meet in person? Am I going to meet at, you can't even go to a Starbucks. So where are you going to meet in person that you both feel comfortable um, and like what safety precautions should you put in place with that? Um, because you're not necessarily in a public place where anybody knows who you are or what you're doing. People are getting to know each other on a little bit of a different level. I think the tendency for first dates is usually let's grab drinks. 
maybe that's now, let's take a walk at the park. I feel like people are getting to know each other in kind of a more simplistic way. It's sort of interesting. And I also think the simplicity leads to more intimate conversation. So as opposed to, you know, all of those demographic details we typically find out when we're dating, we're getting more to the, you know, what makes you tick? What gets you out of bed every day? What are your passions? Um, you know, we're getting to more of those questions, I think potentially quicker because you don't have really, you know, this small talk stuff um, doesn't matter as much. Have you ever heard about the 36 questions to fall in love? Have you ever heard that? No. These, this was actually a, um, it was a, a, maybe a psychologist who studied this. And these are like a seven, maybe, a, I don't know how many sets of questions, but they are really intimate uh, questions. And so they're, the concept is when you, when at the end of the 36 questions, you know this some person so well that you could potentially be so connected to them that you're in love with them. And they did some data and research. Um, and it would be interesting to see whether people, like what kinds of questions are people asking now? as opposed to what do you do, where do you live, how many kids do you have, that kind of thing. What about couples who live together? I imagine that they're already in each other's spaces, so is yeah. there anything that they need to do to sort of adapt to the way that they interact with each other? So I think if you're already living with somebody, like, I mean, my kid is here and he's out and about and we have dinner every night together and, um, you know, I, and we are, we're not wearing masks around each other. And so I think people that are in close contact, they can, you know, I, I don't think that they should be practicing. Um, I don't think they have to practice social distancing. Um, so if you think about if you're sleeping next to somebody, you're probably less than six feet apart from them. You're having dinner with them. Um, so you're, already exposed to that person that you're with, um, whether it's a significant other or a family member. Would your advice on that change if your partner works in a job where there's a high risk of catching the virus, maybe somebody who works at a grocery store or is a healthcare worker? That's a really tough question. I don't think my advice changes because, you know, in this time of, um, high anxiety we all need comfort <laughs> and you know it's oftentimes your significant other that's going to give you that comfort and so it's one of those situations once again where i think you have to use your best judge your personal best judgment um, about what you're willing to uh, risk not risk if you have a lot of health issues you know, maybe that's a person that has to be more careful um, than somebody who doesn't have a lot of health issues. Um, your chances of, even if you got coronavirus um, and you, you got the disease, COVID-19, likely that you're gonna survive that. Um, so I, uh, I think that's, that's gonna be an individual choice if you look uh, at, you know, the information that's out there, I think that they are, you know, 
I think they're also saying the same thing. Everybody has to make that decision for themselves. What are other ways to create intimacy that might be more safe during COVID-19? I've made the suggestion to write in a journal and pass it back and forth, you know, write some maybe erotic things or just love notes in a journal and pass that back and forth. Um, uh, uh, kind of learning, I think this is a great time to explore um, maybe things that you'd like to do sexually that you haven't tried. So it's a great time to kind of be learning about other, you know, a, a lot of couples, they can write a sexual script, meaning like every time they have sex, they do the exact same thing every time. And if a couple is to that point, it's time to get off the script and learn about other things that each of them would potentially want to do. So there's books, there's podcasts. Um, and then I think another good thing is to kind of learn what your partner's love language is. Um, there are five love languages and knowing that in this, you know, anxious time that maybe I need to speak more of my partner's love language so we can kind of get through this. And at the end of this, we still have our relationship. Interesting. They also say there's going to be a baby boom. That's probably not going to be the case um, because baby booms typically happen when you have like one event, like a hurricane or something where it's short and sweet. But these long extended events uh, cause um, too much anxiety for people to really think about um, being sexual. But my, my other piece of advice is if you have a partner, um, now is, is no time like the present to be intimate with your partner because we know orgasm helps decrease anxiety because of the neurochemicals it, it brings out in our brain. So it's a great time to be um, intimate with our partners. Again, that was Dr. Elise Kelly-Jones of Novant Health Women's Sexual Health and Wellness. For more practical health tips and information, search Novant Health Healthy Headlines. Meanwhile, please take a moment to review us and subscribe to this and all the Novant Health podcasts anywhere you choose to listen. We post new episodes all the time, and most are just 15 minutes. Thanks for listening.